Good morning, everyone, and welcome to this episode of The View from the Milk Barn, brought to you by me, Derek Josie of TDF Honest Farming. If you want to sponsor it, let me know. But most likely not, because people aren't going to want to sponsor this one, because we're going to do a dive into John Kerry and why he is an effing idiot. So, let's get going. So in a recent speech, John Kerry, the special presidential envoy for climate change or climate, man, nothing says a climate expert like a guy that flies around in a private jet and is a multimillionaire, if not a billionaire. Um, yeah, he sounds like he's really serious about global uh, greenhouse emissions, right? But anyway. He lamented that agricultural production alone, this is in a recent speech, creates 33% of the world's total greenhouse gas emissions and argued that reducing those emissions must be front and center in the quest to defeat global warming. He went on to say, food systems themselves contribute significant amounts of emissions just in the way in which we do the things we are doing. With a growing population on the planet, we just crossed the threshold of 8 billion fellow citizens of the world. Oh, that's a great line. Fellow citizens of the world. Nothing tells you you're a globalist elite snob, like that line. Emissions, anyway, he continues, emissions from the food system alone are projected to cause another half a degree of warming by mid century. So where does he get this 33% of admission emissions? Well, he got it from a study published in March of 2021 in Nature Food Journal. Here's where it's very deceptive. They don't just do agriculture in that figure. It's the overall global food system, which included land use changes, actual agricultural production, packaging, waste management, transportation, everything along the way to get food from wherever it's coming from to your plate is included in that number. But the good news is, according to the EPA here in the United States, depending on the year, agriculture itself just agriculture not any of the other stuff is between nine and eleven percent the eleven percent was at the height of the year where we had lockdowns due to covid when everything else drastically got reduced shocking agriculture didn't get reduced that much why because people still need to eat and guess what agriculture does a damn good job of feeding people. Now, on a global scale, from one world data, total agricultural, forestry, and land use, greenhouse gas emissions, emissions is 18.4%. This is the latest figure that I found available to me. Nowhere near the 33% he's dated. And let's break it down a little more. Livestock and manure 
account for 5.8% of total worldwide emissions. Agricultural soils, 4.1. Rice cultivation, rice itself is the cause of 1.3%. Better stop eating rice, people. Crop burning, 3.5%, which ironically, a lot of the rice fields, when they're done harvesting the rice, they burn the residual crop. So rice cultivation, if you counted all the burning, would actually be higher. Deforestation is 2.2% and cropland is 1.4%. Once again, nowhere near the 33% that John Kerry is trying to push. Now, why are they trying to push agriculture so much? Let me explain it to you. They would love to see vast areas of the agricultural landscape turned back into natural habitats. They would love to be able to provide quotation marks food that comes from vats and things of that, you know, lab grown meats, fake meat, those types of things and return most of the agricultural land we use right now back to the wild. They want you to eat fake, disgustingly wrong food in order to get that agenda done. And they are going to continue to push their agenda until we stop it. And the easiest way to stop it is to continue to support local agriculture, whether that's your local vegetable producer or your local beef rancher, local dairy, it puts a stop to all their BS when you support local and make sure that you are aware of what they're doing. Seems simple enough, right? In my final segment today, I wanted to talk about something I'm looking into doing here on my own farm, and it ties in very nicely with these global greenhouse gas emissions and trying to offset our carbon carbon footprint. Most of you that listen to this podcast probably know that we just built brand new facilities, and I have two very beautiful, large freestyle barns with very nice south facing roof lines. And I'm looking into putting uh, somewhere between a two and 300 KW solar system on there. So I started looking into the local rules and regulations and my local power company, this is where it gets ridiculous, wants me to sell it to them at below wholesale price with a power purchase agreement and they want to get an avoided cost part in that agreement what is avoided cost i'm going to break it down for you in layman terms right now if right now these facilities i'm just going to throw a rough number out there. If I'm using $5,000 worth of electricity in these current facilities, 
they want the first $5,000 worth of power off the solar panels for free. Because that is the money they are losing by not selling me power. Does that make sense to you? So say this solar system is making $10,000 worth of solar power monthly for me. They want the first $5,000 worth of power for free. And the rest at below wholesale price that they have to pay out of the market. Why in the world would anybody do agree to that? And why would a power company, other than the fact that they have a monopoly on the area and you have no other options, do that to their own customers? And I'm not the only one. I know of somebody, because I've talked to them, who has solar panels on their house, they are required by this, our power company to sell those solar, that solar power to our local power company for, I think what he said, three and a half cents per kilowatt or whatever it is. And he's having to buy his own power back for 10 cents. It's astounding how ridiculous it is when you start finding out how, how these systems work. It is ridiculous. In our town, we have a couple main lines that come through the mountains. In bad storms, they go down and we are without power. If they could get local sources of power, granted solar is not gonna produce a lot of power during a rainstorm, but if it's six days after the storm rolls through before they can get the lines back up and we have sunny weather, they have power coming into the grid. Sure, it's not going to be enough to power the whole grid, but you could at least get something going. Anyway, that was just a little side note that I wanted to talk about because it's really pissing me off. John Kerry's an idiot, and so is my local power company.